Welcome to the Have You Ever Podcast. My name is Michael Nielsen, a fitness enthusiast, lifelong learner who is always asking questions. Each week I will dive into topics you've always wanted to know more about, but never had the courage to explore. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now let's jump into your weekly dose of Have You Ever. This week I am talking about skincare with Leah Fortune. Leah is the owner of Gratitude Skin Care Studio in St. Catharines, Ontario. She is a 13-year licensed esthetician and master facialist. Leah is passionate about providing skin-glowing and results-driven holistic facials. Leah graduated from the Niagara College Esthetistics Program in Niagara-on-the-Lake. She is also on the Program Advisory Committee for Advanced Esthetistics and Spa Operations at Trillium College. Highlights of today's episode include why we should take care of our own skin, tips for taking care of your skin when wearing masks for prolonged periods of time, and as Leah reminds us often, wash your face. Here we go with Leah Fortune. Welcome back everyone to the Have You Ever podcast. I am with certified esthetician and master facialist Leah Fortune. Leah, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Great. Thank you. Leah, how long have you been working in the skincare industry and why did you decide to open Gratitude Skincare Studio? I have been a certified esthetician for a little over 13 years. And I knew going into school, I went to school at Niagara College for aesthetics, and I knew that I wanted to have my own spa and skincare studio. I just didn't know how that was going to happen. It wasn't till many, many years later that I was able to finally go forth and and open it. And so it took some time, but it's definitely where I want to be and and forever evolving too. And I guess you get kind of your own now flavor and, and kind of do what you are able to do, what you want to do with your own studio. Exactly. Yes. Working for many different laws, there is certain protocols and things that you do, but it's nice to, like you said, customize treatments to exactly how you want to offer them. And it's, it's gives you more freedom that way. So why is taking care of our skin so important? Taking care of our skin. There's, there's so many functions. I won't nerd out on you as to what the skin does, but its biggest thing is protection, right? So it prevents things from getting in that we don't want and keeps the things that we want staying in, staying in. And as far as why it's important to take care of, we'll say our face, you know, having, you know, putting that, that phrase, putting your best face forward, it, we want to make the best impression, whether right now we're wearing masks or not, people care about and should care about the health of their skin, the appearance of their skin, so they can feel their best. And there's many ways to, to age gracefully and different things you can do at home so that you can continue looking and feeling your best. And at what age should we start taking care of our skin? They taught us in school, essentially once you hit puberty, and that's for male or female, hormones uh, start changing and, you know, the common like acne and and oiliness and everything can start to can start to happen and, and throw a lot of people for a loop. But it's also good when you have younger kids to teach them even just the importance of using a washcloth and cleansing their face with something gentle, even, you know, from like three onwards. So it's really a ongoing upkeep that evolves to different things as you get older. And I guess for them, for a guy at a young age, building good habits would be something that they can do. Yes, exactly. 
Now, as a male, how should I be taking care of my skin? Does this differ at all from, say, what my wife does? Yeah, that's a good question. So generally with male skin, and I can see that you have a beard or facial hair, usually the skin around that area tends to be a little bit thicker, more oil secretions. And there's a tendency for people who shave that area to get a lot of irritation, ingrown hairs. So you are still susceptible as a male or female to the same type of skin conditions, but treating it differently, just doing a lot of like aftercare, after shaving care, making sure you're properly hydrated, doing deep cleansing on the whole face and, and paying special attention to protecting the skin after you've shaved with it or shaved your skin and, and just making sure that you're you're protecting it. Cause it gets usually guys, um, I'll speak for my husband. He shaves really quickly and can have a tendency to, to have a rash. So he finally listened to me and started using um, some products that are tailored to him and how he shaves. And it's, it's much better. It's probably something I need to learn as well, or at least yeah. <laughs> t- take my time and to use those after uh, shave products. Yeah. How does taking care of our skin change as we age? You talked about up to kind of till puberty, but kind of beyond that point, Mm -hmm. um, how does it change? Yeah, that's a good question. So they say that when you're 27, it's all pretty much downhill from there. (laughs) Now in the way that where our skin is at at its optimal collagen level, elastin fibers, everything is, is at the peak. And it doesn't mean that, you know, we're going to be subjected to like terrible skin at that point, but that's when it really does need your support. Our skin can change in our twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, and upwards. And our needs are going to change based on that. And how you treat it's going to be a little bit differently. So the primary focus is is not to have perfect skin, but it's to have like healthy skin. And when your skin is healthy, it's glowy. And everybody wants that pretty much at any age. There are so many different products on the market, or you can purchase things online. You know, it could definitely seem a little bit overwhelming. So does the type of product that you use matter? That's a very, very good question. And yes, when I will, I will say this, when I was little, I, I'm going to make up an age. Cause I, I'm, I know I was really little. I'll say I was like five. I remember, and I don't know why, but I got this idea that I wanted to put a mask on my friend's face. So I took toothpaste and put it all over her face because I thought, Oh, I didn't even know what a mask was. I don't know why I did that, but I'm like, yep, that'll be good. So Yes, products really are important as to what you're putting on because, yeah, you could put toothpaste as a mask and call it a mask, but obviously it's not going to do the same thing. So what you want to reach for are products that are as clean as possible and and clean natural beauty gets thrown around a lot. You kind of have to be your own investigative person to, to see what is like what is the product made of, you know, you don't have to be a chemist, but you want to look for things that are, if, if you're in line with keeping things more natural, but still active and corrective, there's lots of different choices you can do. There's, you want to make sure that you're picking a product that is free of things that are important to you avoiding. And some people generally it's, you know, petrochemicals, lots of fillers, synthetic fragrances, a lot of stuff that doesn't need to be in skincare, but you're not taking those things away and missing out on results. You're just choosing, I would say a quote unquote, healthier way of treating your skin. What kind of skin routine do you suggest for your own clients? 
That is a good question. So I found working at a lot of the uh, spas that I have worked at, there was a lot of like cookie cutter facials and and they weren't bad. We're still giving good services, but what's missing, I find, um, at least in the industry where in Niagara is customized facials and customized skincare. So if you, Mike, were to come for a facial, I would just say, okay, just book in for the regular customized facial. Once you're on the facial table, you know, I would take a look at your skin and really see how it's, your skin is presenting to me that day. And we address your concerns. And, and then I customize the facial uh, with like masks and serums and different modalities. And I'll send you home with a different skincare routine that could be very different than say what your friend is using and what your wife is using. You know, so as we're entering into the warmer season here in Ontario, mm-hmm. and hopefully, we hopefully, some, <laughs> hopefully we can get some really nice weather. Soon. Yes. Yeah. What changes should we make to our skin routine as we're entering into summer or you know, really in the middle of summer, we'll say? Yeah. Well, that's probably when we'll come out of lockdown. We'll be uh, in summer. So everyone better be prepared. So first things first, and any esthetician or good esthetician should tell you is sunscreen. You know, I'm not going to sing to you that sunscreen song that I actually do like fundamentals of, of summer skincare would be to keep things light, clean in regards to not heavy moisturizers, but still hydrating, watching your, your cleansing as well. We have a tendency, of course, to be outside sweating, all those things. So we We want to make sure that we're deep cleansing, really, really applying a good, good SPF. An SPF of 30 is is good enough. You don't need to do like SPF, you know, 100 and all that stuff. You just want to be consistent and follow the labels. And sometimes people like my clients will, you know, their skin's going to change in the summer. So we're going to switch out to maybe a different serum. We're going to focus maybe on targeting like sunspots, like brown spots, things like that. Still keeping in line that like, say, Mike, your summer skincare routine is still could be very different than someone else's because in the, in turn, like you're dealing with maybe something different. Right. But generally on the whole, just to recap uh, SPF lighter and just more deep cleansing. Does your diet impact your skin at all? 100% it does. And I like that you asked that question. A lot of my clients will come to me for acne care. As we know, it's, it's what we acne and, and what appears on our skin is is all comes full circle. So I like to look at like the skin is like what we're eating, what we're putting topically on our skin and in our, in our lifestyle, like our stress reduction and things like that. So getting back to the eating 100%, there's a lot of food allergy testing that is actually covered, I believe by OHIP where, or you would pay a small fee to find out if you are like intolerant or allergic to, it's better just to, to get a test to find out or to look into even like, like a nutritionist as well. But generally the triggers are for people with acne, if if we'll get into that is, you know, the typical like gluten, sugar, uh, dairy, some nightshade vegetables, like peppers, eggplant, potatoes. And that's not to say that, you know, these people have like severe allergies where it's like, oh, Mike, I need my EpiPen or something like that. It's more just intolerances that can inflame. And I'm not a a nutritionist by any means, but I have studied a lot and and learned a lot and talked to other people and my own journey as well as to how what we eat correlates to our health as well. And if we can pay attention to all those things, because if you were to eat, like, say the things air quotes that you're supposed to eat, 
but you're not using the right things topically on your skin, you're still going to miss out on some results, right? So it's, it's really is a full picture. So I really like that you asked that question because it can be a missing link a lot of times in people's like skincare journey. It's not always the the full answer, but could be partially what's going on with it. Yes, we can, we can blame it a little bit. So for this last year, there's been a lot of us who need to wear masks a lot more often than they normally would. And why? What's going on? Well, unfortunately, (laughs) it just depends on if you're working from home or not. Yes. No, I know. Those of us who do have to leave the house and, you know, wearing for longer periods of time. How have you seen the impact on your client's skin with those masks? And do you have any suggestions for people who are dealing with skin issues uh, related to the extra wearing of masks. Yeah, that's uh, the term mask knee. Mm. I did not make that up, but it's uh, it's pretty well known now. It, w- it didn't take long uh, last year for people to realize that the mask was really contributing to or inflaming like skin conditions. And I think one thing that people have, what I have been suggesting for people to do more is to really, really focus on like changing out your masks as well. I mean, for obvious reasons, following like the proper protocols and everything like that, but making sure you're not just grabbing the same dirty, like mask for, for many reasons, we want to keep it clean, but also doing, I love, love um, a product. It's called blemish gel. It's by more spa and doing like a thin layer of that over the, over the face, especially where the mask would, would, lay on the skin and then just go throughout your day that way it keeps your pores like clean and open and I've also suggested that clients maybe bring like a toner or something like a toner is like uh, comes in a little spray bottle it's like a liquid vitamin for the skin it's going to do different things depending on the one you get so having um, like a facial spray with you whether you're at the office or even at you know, before you go to the grocery store, just to, to, to treat your skin with a little bit more care, just to avoid the irritation that the mask can bring doing these things is going to help. It's not going to hundred percent stop, but it definitely does alleviate some of the inflammation and irritation that the mask can bring. So at, at your studio, what kind of services do you provide for your clients? Well, um, I, I would love to be able to offer them right now, but <laughs> we have we have to wait till my studio can open again. But so in, in a normal world that we live in a in. normal world, yes. In a normal world, I my my main passion um, and service that I offer, I do have an um, employee as well, but that I offer is customized facial treatments. So I specialize in customized facials. Uh, so dermaplaning, which is a superior way of exfoliating the skin, took a course and got certified in that. Different modalities that I would offer. So Mike, if you were to come to my spa and I would customize a facial for you, I have a different, I would say like a, a, a roster of different uh, modalities that I could pick from, such as like dermaplaning, LED light therapy, which is going to do different things, different peels, like vitamin C boosters, anything ranging from like acne to anti-aging to sensitive skin. We, we do it all. So facials is definitely my jam. It's my passion. And my employee that I work with, she's amazing. Her name is Ashley and she offers body treatments. She does facials, manicures, pedicures, and is currently learning something really new right now during the lockdown that we'll be offering, but that's a secret for now. What would you say are some of the favorite tools that you use when treating your clients? Okay. So my, my favorite tool is 
I would say dermaplaning. And a lot of people listening to this are probably like, what is dermaplaning? I don't understand. And that's okay. It's sometimes it's called dermablading. Essentially what it is, is you take a safety surgical blade and people are generally like, what, what are you doing to my skin? But it's all very safe when you're trained. So you take that safety surgical blade, you hold it at a certain angle and you go around the different contours and surfaces of the skin. And you're taking instantly off layers of dead dry skin. So this practice is, I believe it's from Europe. It's, it's not new. It's been around, oh, I think I would say like 40 plus years, but it's newer here and not many people do it. So a lot of people, a lot of clients find me because they, I offer dermaplaning, but what I love about it is that it's an instant gratification. Sometimes with skincare, things take time, um, depending on what we're working on. So dermaplaning is really, really like an instant, it's almost, it's it kind of nicknamed the baby face facial because we, when you get it done and not only do you really see the difference in your skin, but the way that it feels. And I actually, cause I, <laughs> I like this, but I will take a picture of like the skin, the dry dead skin and, and, and baby um, peach fuzz that has come off. And I will say to my client at the end, I'm like, do you want to see half of them are like, ew, no, that's gross. Or, or the other half are like, yes, I want to see. So I like to show them that. So they like to see like the instant, like, yeah, this came off your face and dermaplaning has done every like four to six weeks. So it's, it's my favorite, but I love everything. I just love the fact that I can customize anything skincare. That's, it's awesome you can learn a lot about their personality by which, uh, which one they want to see or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I always say that when, uh, when my client wants to see it, like, then I'm like, yeah, then you're an esthetician because estheticians, <laughs> like we love extractions, which is a fancy way of saying like, you know, popping like a pimple or a blackhead, like, or an ingrown toenail, things like that are generally gross at the public. But when my client's like, yeah, I want to see that. And I'm like, you're an esthetician. <laughs> So you made reference a little bit earlier how, unfortunately, right now you're unable to do, you know, in-person consultations. Mm -hmm. So how have you adapted your business in the last year with these lockdowns? Yeah, um, me and, and many other businesses, too, we've all had to get creative. And, you know, when, when this happened a year ago, of course, I'm like, well, I wonder how long it'll be before I can actually touch a face again, because you know, if anyone listening has had a facial, you know, that obviously a mask would not be worn and we're very in close quarters. So I instantly went to my old location where I was and I, I gathered up all my retail because I'm like, okay, I still have clients who replenish their products monthly and they're going to, I'm going to need to be able to, you know, provide them, keep, keep that going. Right. So I definitely started doing like product deliveries and listening, jamming out to music as I would <laughs> drop off their, their products. And I also started doing virtual facial consults and they've become really, really popular as well, which is great. Everything is online even more so right now. So it's nice to be able to offer a service. So say Mike, if you were to book a skincare consultation, virtual one, we set a time and we meet just like zoom. And I would talk to you about your skincare goals, your skincare concerns, and then I would uh, design a home care routine to get you those results. And then I would deliver the products. So it's nice to still be able to serve my clients that way and meet new people too, which is great. I've done like different little home care facials, like at home facial kits, which has been really nice. Those are really popular. The first two lockdowns, I will say 
the, the third one, people are just like, give me the products. <laughs> so it's, you know, kind of makes my life easier too. So getting creative and, and being consistent. I know that when the lockdown happened, it's people were, were needing comfort and they were wanting routine and, and, and regular, regular life. So it was, and it helped me too, because I felt like I was working because you only can bake bread for so long. And I don't know if anyone else listening is like <laughs> baking bread anymore, but we're probably eating it more than we're baking it, but it's, yeah, you, you got to adapt. I notice a lot of other spas in the area have been doing that too, which is great. So it keeps us, it keeps us afloat and it, it serves, helps us serve our clients. So yeah, otherwise you, you wouldn't be able to do this kind of work if it was say 20 years ago with the technology that we have. Oh, absolutely. It's so true. It's, it's nice. My income is definitely not the same as of being open and providing, you know, regular services, but I'm very so grateful just to touch on my name, gratitude skincare, but I'm so grateful to be able to, uh, again, still serve my clients and, and make an income and still stay afloat during the craziness of 2020 and 2021, you know? Leah, what's one thing you want our listeners to get out of today's conversation? I would, I actually have a, a slogan. Well, I didn't make it up, but I just say it often. I don't know really where it came from or even if it's a coin thing, but I always say, wash your face. My, I have some shirts made up that I, me and Ashley, my employee will wear and it'll say like gratitude skincare. And on the back, it says, wash your face. <laughs> and the reason why I say that so often, and I, I'll make like little funny videos about it is because cleansing your face is 50% of your skincare routine. So a lot of times it gets overlooked or people will be like, yeah, yeah, wash my face, no big deal, but they're not really cleansing and they're missing out on results, like say from their serums and everything else they're going to put on afterwards. If you don't have that clean foundation, you're, you're missing out just really cleansing and making sure you're using the right products. It's all too easy for people to say, go to say shoppers drug mart and just pick and because the label says so and it's it's so confusing for clients and it's a it's a waste of money and a waste of it can be a waste of time so what i love offering is the fact that hey we had a con we had a, a consult um i know your allergies your lifestyle this and that and this is what i suggested so it's like a targeted approach so really making sure that you're you know what you're using and why and washing your face and sunscreen and a million other things that i yeah. <laughs> you're, you're doing these, this face washing with purpose, in other words. Yes, exactly. And I always, I always tell people to, I'm like, think of like at the end of the day, especially like women wearing makeup or, or men wearing makeup, whatever, like them wanting to cleanse your face at the end of the day. I always feel like think of cleansing away all the bad vibes, like yes, dirt, oil, makeup, all that stuff needs to come off. But I, I think of it almost like a meditative state, not that I like zone out for 30 minutes, but I just really visualize removing all of the, the crap, <laughs> quote unquote. Yeah. So Leah, before we wrap up, I have one mm -hmm. last question. I always ask all my guests, what is something you want to learn more about? And again, this does not have to be skin related. Okay. I was, I really love birds <laughs> and uh, I don't own birds. I'm kind of afraid of them, but I love owls and hawks and i would love to hear about like birds in our area and i don't know if it's because i'm turning 36 so i decided that i need to love birds but i'm just i want to learn more about yeah just like where you would go to see an owl or their behaviors and i'm really interested in that and i 
I would love to hear that. I don't know where you could, you know, get somebody, but I'm sure there, I'm sure you have resources to, uh, to do that, or you may not, I don't know. I just think that'd be really cool. Well, Leah, thank you so much for joining me today. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Oh, thank you very much for having me. And are you going to wash your face tonight? I definitely am. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Leah. You're welcome. Thanks for tuning into the Have You Ever podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like what you heard, please share it with a friend. To listen to more episodes, subscribe to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Do you have a topic you would like me to explore? I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at haveyouever.podcast. Have a great day. Stay curious.